¿Qué pasó? What's up to all my 456 listeners? I want to thank you so much for all you've done. You know, really looking forward to um, getting some real big, big advertisement. You know, so I can get into like the uh, the tens, maybe the twenties, maybe even the hundreds, like in a couple of years. Um, but you know, it's not all about the uh, it's not all about the money and the and the listens and the likes and the subscribes and all that. It's about the people and it's about the fucking it's about the work. It's about the time you put into it. You know, that's what it's all about. Once again, don't you dare hit that subscribe. Don't you fucking hit that like button. Don't do it. Because, uh, you know, so many douchebags tell you to do it. So, fuck them, you know? Don't you kind of hate it? The way they try to, like, trick you to hit it. To subscribe, to like. It's so self-serving. So don't you do it. Don't you fucking dare hit that. Don't you do it. Don't you even think about it. Purple... Pink elephant. Don't even think about it. No, I'm, just, I'm joking about the pink elephant, pur purple, pink, yellow elephant. You know, because, uh, because, uh, do whatever the fuck you want, you know? Who, who, uh, <clears throat> who needs to tell you if you like something or not? You know how the fucking like button works. You know how the fucking subscribe button works. You do whatever the fuck you want. <clears throat> That's right, my fucking five listeners. I fucking love every one, two, three, four, five of you. Because, <laughs> come on, you know. That's pretty awesome. What type of attention does other YouTubers give five fucking subscribers, listeners? Nobody. Nobody but me. Mike Dick. Uh. Not Mike Dick. Uh. Mike Dick. Uh. And this is my uh, channel. What's my What's the name of my channel again? Drunk Chicago Sports. I forgot about it for a second there. So yeah, who else is going to give you the fucking red carpet treatment like me? Eh? Eh? Nobody. That's the answer. So shall we get started? Yes, we shall. I want to put some music in the background. Unless it's some music because I'm drunk and I like listening to music when I'm drunk. But I think there's some copyright issues and that sucks. So, eh. I ain't gonna... I ain't gonna uh, not even gonna fucking deal with it. So, take two. Uh, and I'll get started without the music. Drunk Chicago Sports. Real quick. Cubs. On the up. 
right? You know, on the up. They suck, but they are projecting up. White Sox, the opposite. <laughs> Trending way fucking down. Blackhawks, who cares? Bears, nobody really knows. Middle. Um, Who else we got there? Said Bears, Cubs, White Sox, Blackhawks, nobody cares. Uh, Bulls, nobody really fucking cares right now. Boy, what a fucking boring, slow fucking <clears throat> time to talk about Chicago sports. No wonder 670 snore makes up stupid shit to talk about. Try to draw, t- draw your attention. So, um, I'll try to keep it, I almost said keep it real, but that's not my style, so, but I don't know anything else to say, so I'll try to keep it authentic for you folks, me and my five viewers, thank you so much, thank you, I really appreciate it, thank you so much, um, yeah, Phil Dreams. I watched a little bit of, of it, the bar. Pretty cool. You know, I wish I could have watched all of it, honestly. I think it brings back everything if you were my age, you know, like growing up in the late 80s, early 90s, late 90s. Brings back that nostalgia just for a second, just for a day, you know. Cause that movie, even though I like, I never, I don't really remember most of the movie. Kind of coexists with my childhood as far as, especially growing up in the Midwest, by a bunch of cornfields. You know, I didn't grow up in the city. Um, grew up fucking 150 miles south of Chicago, so I could relate to it. But it's pretty fucking cool, long story short, you know? Like, seeing... Seeing these two major league teams playing out in the middle of nowhere. It's pretty fucking awesome. It goes against everything that... Not only Major League Baseball, but all sports... Are kind of edging towards. They're going away from all of that. You know, they're going towards more people. More corporations. And it's like this game kind of. Step back in time. Which is pretty fucking awesome. You know. You used to always kind of dream about that as a kid. Like oh you know. It all seems so like. Like in a movie. When you're watching the Cubs play. When me as a kid. I I never went to Chicago until I was 13. So seeing. Cubs play in Chicago, even though Chicago, even though Wrigley Field is like in the north side. But anyways, seeing it, it just seems so surreal. And then you used to think about how cool it would be to like see them play like by your hometown or like up close and personal. So that's what, that's kind of where I'm going with the nostalgia. Like it made you, made you feel Kind of good inside in your heart. Uh, 
not only that, but the Cubs, they had fun, you know. They were, they let loose. Ian Happ's having a good year. I think that it's probably not going to last. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, I think this might be at its peak. Maybe it does a little better next year, but him and with a, along with a couple other players, it's almost like they're good because there's no fucking pressure. But uh, you know, the Cubs they have the TV money, so eventually they're gonna spend a lot of fucking money and they're going to do whatever it takes to be relevant relevant again and go for a World Series. But, um, you know, you look at the Cubs, really fucking look good. They look fun. They look loose. They're, they don't have the greatest talent, but they play pretty decent defense. They play the game right. They have a good bullpen. Pretty decent pitching. Um, they just don't have the most talent, which is the biggest one of them all. But they can buy that, and they have a lot of minor leaguers, and they are going to have a good draft um, pick next year, and they're going to trade some more players next year, yada, yada, yada. So they're definitely projecting up. White Sox, uh, not so much. They remind me of, like, the Cubs year or two after the World Series, where it's almost like it feels forced, you know? It's like when you almost like demand for you, for your team to like, oh, it's, you know, like it's almost expected, it's demanded that you fucking go far, where they could definitely be, you know, they would be so much better if there wasn't this pressure, but there is this pressure, so and they're not delivering. So, you know, what are you going to do? They still have games. I, I, I still think they're going to make a run. You know, I still think they're going to make the playoffs, actually. That that could mean a lot of things. I could see them, you know, putting like winning 13 of 21 games or 15 of... 26 games, something like that. Where it's not the greatest, but it's just enough to, you know, get them in. Or they could go the other way where they win fucking 10 in a row or 11 of 16. That's all because they're so close. Um, doesn't necessarily mean that it, they're going to go far, you know. It really doesn't, we, we really don't know. Like, I almost want them to go far because everybody's shitting on La Russa so much. They want them to do, do bad so much where it's almost like, hey man, this guy's won the championships. I fucking didn't like him as a, you know, as a Cubs fan. 
because he fucking won so much. But it's almost like when you shit on somebody so much, it's almost like I want I want that person to win. So, and I, I honestly don't really want the White Sox to win because I kind of always, you know, preferred the Cubs to win over the White Sox. But the way the media's been shitting on the Roosters so much, it's like I'm all, I've almost put my, I, I really have put my White Sox, I'm not hatred, but White Sox, not wishing them as wellness to the side. Just so fucking I could see Tony and Larusa to be like, you know what, guys? Eh, there you go. So, yeah. That's how I feel about that. Eh? Eh? Moving on. Thanks again. Thank you. Thank you very much to my five viewers. Thank you so much. Um, let me know and I'll send you a, uh, I'll send you whatever, whatever the fuck you want. Let me know and I'll send it to you. Cause, uh, it's only five of you. And honestly, I fucking love it. Cause this is what it's all about. Just me fucking talking shit when I'm drunk. Bozo like me just make a stupid podcast. Because if, uh, 670 Snore can make a podcast... Can make a fucking radio station talking about fucking gobble goo, then I can make a fucking podcast. So, uh, yeah, there you go. But yeah, Bears. What about the fucking Chicago Bears? Nobody fucking knows. Nobody really knows. I really don't want, I'm so sick, like, of hearing. All these projections. Oh, we got to stand out the wide receiver. Oh, this is the practice that Justin Fields became, uh, you know, a superstar. Oh, this is the this is the you know practice that the Braxton and blah 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 cementing himself as a starter. Blah blah blah. Nobody fucking knows. I'm sick of it. Nobody knows until you fucking start playing. It's nice to talk about a projector, but nobody fucking knows. And I don't even want to... I don't even want to fucking go there. But, um... I guess that's what you gotta do in a fucking sports junk fucking podcast. Just talk about it, so... I guess I gotta talk about it. Um... Then you got that bozo second round pick from last year, the ginger guy that plays tackle, but apparently they want him to play guard, but he doesn't want it, and they're having a big feud. What's his name? Oh, man, what's that guy's name? From Oklahoma. You know what I'm talking about. What's his name? Hmm? Uh, anyways. It's interesting to see where this plays out because from all accounts, it sounds like this is like the best lineman on the team with the most talent, the most strength and all that. And obviously, he doesn't want to play guard, but for whatever reason, the Bears aren't that sold on him. 
at tackle. But, um, you know, unless you get a second-round pick or a third, you know, even a third-round pick, you, I, I feel like you got to fucking keep him around. You know? Like, come to some type of compromise. I, I, I really think it's great that, like, a team is fighting back and say, hey, we're not going to, like, kiss it. Kiss your ass, you know, you got to work for it. But um, it is a business, and it's all right if you trade them if you get a second round pick, but I just don't think that's going to happen right now. So you got to be realistic and find, you know, some common some type of common ground, either like, you know, the Bears aren't going to win the Super Bowl, so. Put them in left guard or right guard, whatever it is, for a couple, six plays. If he's good, then you can get some good out of him, trade his ass, or or keep him, keep him where he is, you know? Keep him where he is to protect fucking Justin Fields. I just don't understand why... I mean, I, I feel like it's something that they, they don't like in their system, you know, and... And uh, what's his name? Eberflus's system and Ryan Pohl's system. But if he's a good fucking player, you got to adjust your system to him. I'm all about being tough and like, you know, not bend to players because they're divas. But uh, I don't know. I feel like from all accounts, he's a really good player. And I'm okay with trading him, but you gotta you guys sell high, sell high and buy low, right? They say that right. And I just want to make sure they're doing that correctly because you know everybody talks about Ryan Poles, but he hadn't done shit yet. And I like Ryan Pace's draft last year and a couple of years. He he definitely screwed up, but I'm not gonna fucking give Ryan Poles the uh, Grand Day Parade at this point because he hasn't deserved it yet, obviously, because we don't know anything because they haven't played. <sighs> Moving on on the Bears, uh, the hairy guy from Patriots, that sure does suck, um, which leaves... Them with a very, very, very thin wide receiver core. You got Mooney. Um, got the Bozo from the Packers. What's his name? I don't even fucking remember. Um, then you got the tight ends too. Cole Komet. Ha. You got your running backs. Uh, Montgomery and the other bozos from last year and the guy that they drafted this year. So it was pretty, pretty scary. Pretty fucking scary offense this year, to say the least. So, not the highest hopes, but it all, it all lands on Justin Fields, really. You know, because good quarterbacks... 
you know, they can make the best out of the you know the worst situation. And the Bears, they don't have the toughest schedule, so you know, Justin can make a Justin can make a lot of good plays with his feet. So I could either go like, you know, they could win two games. They could win two games and just fucking suck. Or they could win nine games and make the playoffs and then get better, you know? They could like go on a 0-5 streak but in the middle of the season but end up at nine, nine games that they won and then make the playoffs and... And then win the then win the first fucking playoff series, the wild card or whatever it is. So it it really nobody knows. Who am I to say? I'm just some fucking drunk schmo. Nobody fucking knows what's gonna happen. But um, yeah, that's my take on the shit. Moving on. Bowls. Oh man, bowls, 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 bowls. Man, the bowls had a lot of promise last year. Where you think this was a year that they would be a lot better, but it's almost the it's almost the opposite. Where Demer, where DeRozan, like he was really fucking good last year, but nobody's expecting him to. Do the same thing or better. It's almost like they are like guaranteeing almost that he's going to do worse. Lonzo Ball, fucking, he's hurt. Nobody knows when he's going to be ready. Obviously, they're not expecting him to do better than before they signed him. And you uh, also had to give up a second round pick, right? Because of tampering for Ball, I believe. Allegedly, I think. Um, who else is there? Ball. And then Caruso. He did very well last year, but he's fucking hurt a lot too. So, man, it's like... What the fuck is going on with the Bulls, man? It's like... It's like maybe John fucking Paxson had a better fucking idea. You know, like giving up two fucking draft picks for Vucevic. I like Vucevic, but I like him a lot fucking better if you gave him up for fucking one draft pick and a fucking second round pick. Which I don't think fucking John Paxson would give up two picks for Vucevic. So, I don't know. Maybe it's making a little more sense on why John Paxson held out, you know, for so many years and would never make those deals and he's so stingy. Maybe maybe he was on maybe he was right. But um we'll see because fucking this new guy is giving up picks like it's candy. <sighs> I mean, you got I.O. You got, uh... A mid-level pick next year. I don't know. It seems like 
like the Bulls, like the Cubs, and we're asking for the Cubs and the White Sox. It's like the Bulls are trajecting down. So, uh, yeah. Uh, it doesn't look very entertaining for them, though, to be watching them the next year. But, um, there is a glimmer of hope. You know, Patrick Williams, he has all the tools, I said this before, to be a Kawhi Leonard light. You know, I know he's been hurt, but if he could fucking be more aggressive attack the hoop, like demand the ball. If he could if he could be like a number two scorer next year, the ball that'd make a dramatic a, 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 a drastic difference. He could really like change the culture of the Bulls. Um I would sumo Love him. He's from Illinois, but he's not going to set the world on fire. But if he could be like, if he could be what he is now, like a catch and shoot three, a D guy, and a backup, backup, backup point guard, that's good. But if he could like really become a backup point guard and dribble the, like really be a ball handler and dribble the ball. And facilitate and all that. That'd be great. Especially with the value you get from like a late second rounder. But um. That's to be seen. I, I think you could do it. But um. Overall the Bulls. I see them at. A five seed next year. Which. You know is pretty good. Considering where they are. But. It's almost like a five seed, like, going the other way. It's not like a five seed with a bunch of young guys. It's like a five seed with a bunch of old guys. Which, I'm sorry, but they probably would have been better off with a fucking John Paxson and, like, holding, hoarding draft picks. You know, like, fucking... I love DeMar DeRozan, but he's past his prime, and so is Ball and Caruso, so, hey, you should just fucking hold your course with John Paxson, and that's one thing you gotta give to him, that he didn't fucking trade his draft picks or nothing, man, you got this new guy, for Vucevic, giving away two picks, man, come on. So, yeah, this is my uh, latest episode of Chicago Drunk Sports. Remember, don't you dare subscribe. Don't you like this page. Don't you do any of that shit. You hear me?